Thank you for joining me with today's inspiration. Uh, I, I want to, let me open us up in prayer real quick. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, uh, for, for this network, for this channel, Lord God. I thank you for giving me the opportunity in this platform to be able to speak your word, Lord God. I pray that whoever is watching, Lord God, will be able to, to, to hear and hear your word and listen and feed upon the bread that you are giving them, Lord God. I pray that you will use me uh, and, and that you will speak through me in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Uh, thank you for joining me uh, today in uh, uh, today's inspiration. Uh, this, this will actually be the third, um, uh, third uh, segment of, of what we've been talking about. Uh, uh, if you remember, it was the call uh, uh, like two, two uh, episodes ago, uh, and, then, uh, and then it moved into Do You Love Me? Uh, and they, they kind of go together because we're all talking about Peter. Uh, and now here we are, the third segment is still talking about the call and do you love me? Because they kind of go together. Now, when you talk about do you love me, you'll understand when I uh, get finished with this. But, uh, but we've talked about when Jesus called Peter at the very beginning of the Gospels, of each one of them, and we, and we talked about the different accounts. Now we move to the very end of John when they're back beside this big body of water and they went fishing and they didn't catch anything all night long, which is actually the same as they were fishing all night long at the, at the beginning when Jesus called them uh, into his ministry. Uh, they fished all night long and didn't catch anything. Now here again, three years later, they fished all night long and they haven't caught anything. Uh, and Jesus tells them, uh, and for first he knows, he's asking, I mean, there's not a question that when God asks you a question, he already knows the answer. He's just looking to see if you know what the answer is. But he looks at them because they went out, uh, uh, and here, this is after the crucifixion, the resurrection. Um, this is at the very end of the days when Jesus was uh, walking the earth, and now he's fixing to be ascended to heaven. And, uh, and, and Peter says, hey, I'm, I don't know what to do, but I'm going fishing. And so him uh, and a few of his uh, uh, brothers went out fishing. Now, when I say brothers, the other disciples that, uh, that, that were following Jesus, they went out fishing. Um, and then when, of course, in the, uh, the breaking of the day, Jesus stood on the beach uh, and, uh, and looked, was watching the disciples, and he said, Children, uh, you do not have any fish to eat, do you? So he's, he's asking a question, uh, but the question is, is, you don't have any fish, do you? And they answered, no. And he said to them, cast your nets on the other side, uh, and, uh, and you will find the fish. Now, you and I both know, and I said this last week, you and I both know that it doesn't matter what side of the boat you're fishing on, you still have the opportunity to, to catch fish. But I do know this, that sometimes fish will bed in certain areas that they won't uh, bed in other areas. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's the temperature of the water. But anyway, so they cast it, and then they were not able to haul it in because of the great quantity of fish. And then all of a sudden, the Peter that uh, uh, that or the disciple that uh, uh, that Jesus loved said to Peter, "Is this the Lord?" 
this verse 7 of uh, 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 chapter 21 of the book of John. So when uh, Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, uh, not stripped naked, but he had took his outer garment off, uh, and threw himself into the sea. Now you recall what, the last time that we read about him going into the sea, Jesus was walking on the water, and Peter walked on the water, and then he didn't walk on the water. Well, in this scenario, he threw himself into the sea, uh, didn't say anything about him walking on the water, so obviously he more than likely swam. But the other disciples, in verse 8, the other disciples came, to the, uh, came in the little boat, for they were not far from the land, but about 200 cubits away, dragging the net full of fish. So they're hauling in this fish. They're diff having difficulty. So when they got out of the boat, uh, uh, got out on the land, they saw a charcoal fire already made and fish placed on it and bread. Now, they didn't ask the question, but I'm asking the question, where in the world did Jesus get the fish? Of course, we know really the answer. Jesus ain't got to throw a, uh, a rod and reel out there. He didn't have to wait for his disciples. He has access to whatever he has uh, or wants, and, uh, and he wanted fish. He had fish. So Jesus said, bring some of the fish which you have now caught. So Simon Peter went up and hauled the net to land full of large fish. About 153. Now, I'm not understanding uh, exactly the reason why uh, there was, uh, it was numbered. Uh, maybe it was to let you know just how many fish there was caught. It wasn't five or ten, but it was 153 of them. And although there were so many, the nets were not torn. So obviously there was a, enough fish there that as the fishermen and their um, uh, professional uh, opinion, there had to have been enough fish that they perceived the nets to be, should have ripped and torn apart, but they didn't. Verse 12, Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples ventured to inquire of him, who are you, uh, knowing that it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and the fish likewise. This is now the third time that Jesus revealed himself to the disciples, and after he was raised from the dead. Now, before I go any further, let me point out, you know what? Jesus will provide to you what you need at the time that you need it. Uh, not, not any time before, not any time after. Uh, he will provide it when it is needed. And right now, they needed fish, they needed to be uh, fed. Uh, they had to fish, but they needed to be fed because they've been toiling all night long. I know that when I work all day long and I'm not and, and I haven't eaten anything all day long, when I get home, my wife says I could eat. I, I can eat her out of house and home uh, because if uh, when I work, uh, I generally work ten to twelve hours a day. Uh, and, uh, and if I don't eat, by the time I get home, I'm hungry. 
No, not really hungry, but hungry. I am hungry. So anyway, these men had been working all night long trying to catch fish, and they didn't, and all of a sudden Jesus shows up. And Jesus will provide to you what you need it at the time that you need it. Now let's go on to verse 15. Now when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. Um, verse 16, he said to him again, second time, Simon, son of John, uh, son, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Shepherd my sheep. Verse 17, he said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was hurt because he said to him the third time, do you love me? He said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, tend to my sheep. Now before I go any further, let me explain to you that we have the, our English language is a crazy language. Uh, it is uh, something uh, that I've actually heard uh, that it is probably one of the most difficult language to, under, to learn and understand um, because we say things uh, and there are sometimes like would. Uh, would you do that? Or uh, uh, I, I, I would do that. Uh, we, we use the word would, um, but wood is also, well, I don't know if this table is made of wood, um, but paper is made of wood. This paper is made of wood. Uh, there's trees are made of wood, obviously. So wood, it sounds the same, spelt different and used different, but it still sounds the same. Uh, and when you talk about the English language, um, there is, uh, uh, I think that there are, uh, it, there's a problem when you try to take the Greek and Hebrew and translate it into the English language that we have. And for instance, here's one right here uh, that, uh, that we, we uh, were looking at. Uh, Jesus continued to say, uh, do you love me? And Peter continued to say, Lord, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Well, let me explain something. I love my wife, and I keep hitting this microphone and I apologize. I love my wife, but I love my brother uh, different than I love my wife. I love my kids different than I love my wife. My wife has a different love that I have toward her. My kids have a different love that I have toward them. And just regular, your, your neighbor, uh, where, where Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, the, the second and greatest commandment. Uh, love, love the Lord uh, God uh, and, and, and nobody else before that uh, with all your heart, mind, and soul. And then love your neighbor as yourself. Love, love, love. But do you understand that the word love, there's d different levels of love. Now, in the Greek and Hebrew, there are specific words for love. And, uh, 
And that's where we fall right here. Now understand, when Jesus said, do you love me? Uh, in verse 15, Jesus was actually using the word agape. Agape love. So it, it would have sounded more like uh, Simon, son of uh, uh, Jonah, do you agape me more than these? Uh, he said to him. In uh, uh, verse 16, it says, Simon, son of Jonah, do you agape me? Um, so he uses the word agape. But Peter does not use that same word, agape. So let me use the words how we would perceive it to be. In English, Peter used the word filio. Uh, and, and that's the word means like. That means I like you a lot. That would be, hey, that's my buddy over there. That's my friend. I like that. That is for other people uh, that's outside of the realm of your wife. Uh, that's, that's the word filio. And it's a, it's a love word, but it's not at the same level as agape. Agape is a God word. Uh, I mean, it's a God love. So uh, Jesus is looking at Peter and says, do you love me? Do you passionately love me? Do you agape love me? And Peter's response is, Yes, Lord, you know that I really like you a lot. That's what he's saying. If you look at the scripture and you take these words and you look at the translation of them, you will see that Peter did not say that I agape love you. He says, I like you a lot. And so Jesus then in verse 16 says um, a second time, uh, son, Simon, son of Jonah, do you agape love me? And Peter says, yes, Lord, you know that I like you a, really a lot. I like you a lot. But you got to understand that Peter denied Jesus three times. But understanding that in his denial, his life was at stake. They were red, They were killing Jesus. I mean, we deny, uh, uh, we Christians deny Jesus probably, uh, well, we deny Jesus multiple times throughout our walk. I know we have, uh, and, uh, and, it, and, and it's been less than. I mean, oh, you're a Christian? No, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, well, here Peter denied Jesus, but it was only because his life was at stake. Would you, if somebody threatened to kill you, say it, you have to deny Jesus? Would you? I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of Christians that will, wholeheartedly will. But there, I'm sure, I feel in my heart that there are some Christians that if a gun was pointed at them and their life was on the line, that they would deny him all left and right. So here we see Jesus asking Peter, do you love me? I mean, really love me, agape love me. And Peter's response was, Lord, you know I like you a lot. And, uh, and finally, um, 
And, and, and also, uh, he, he says in Matthew 26, 33, Peter said, Even if they fall away because of you, I will never fall away. This is words that Peter has now said that you know that he's got to uh, think about that. Uh, also, in Mark 14 and 29, Peter says, Even if they fall, all fall away, yet I will not. John 13 and 37 says, Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you right now? I will lay down my life for you. I'm sure that when Peter, uh, when Jesus was asking Peter, do you really, really love me? These words probably come back and haunted him. His, those words that he said to Jesus probably slapped him in the face. And that's probably the reason why. I mean, I don't, I'm speculating now. Uh, I don't know. That could be the reason why that, um, that Peter says, ah, I like you really a lot. I like you a lot. Uh, but here now, um, here we are. Uh, and now Jesus is calling him to shepherd. Uh, verse 16, he says, uh, do you love me? And Peter says, I like you a lot. And then he says, uh, will you shepherd my sheep? You know what a shepherd is? A shepherd is someone that tends to a flock. Tend to my sheep, tend to my lambs, shepherd my sheep. His shepherding is taking care of, is teaching, is, is, is um, well, what preachers are doing today, what pastors are supposed to be doing today, shepherding the sheep. I mean, shepherd, the, 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 uh, the one to look at the true shepherd is the good shepherd, which is Jesus Christ. Now in verse 17, which we're now uh, coming to, he said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Oh, wait a minute. If you actually take that love word and see what the translation is, you will see that Jesus is now says, Simon, son of Jonah, do you like me a lot? And because Peter heard this, Peter was hurt because he said to him the third time, do you like me a lot? He said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I like you a lot. And Jesus said, tend to my sheep. Peter has now come to a place in his life that he, he really wants to love, but he understands and knows the, the, the situation. And now he's like backing up and he's, his whole life, his whole heart, everything about him is be, being revealed to him. And he realized that I really like him a lot, but he's asking a lot. And then he goes on in verse 18, truly, truly, I tell you, when you were young and you used to put on your belt and walk around uh, wherever you wanted, but when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will put on your belt uh, on you and bring you where you do not want to go. Now he said to, uh, to this, indicating by what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had said this, he said to him, follow me. Jesus is calling each one of us to follow him. 
Jesus has a calling on, on each one of our lives. The question I have is, and you got to understand, following the breakfast, Jesus ascended after the Holy Spirit was promised. Uh, the upper room, uh, the upper room prayer meeting took place. The Holy Spirit had come, and Peter was filled. Uh, Peter preached his first sermon that night, uh, and in Acts chapter two, the church was birthed. Uh, Acts chapter three is where the lame man was healed. Understand, remember where uh, uh, Peter says, "Silver and gold I have not, but what I do have I give unto you." Uh, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Remember that. This is in chapter three of Acts, which is after the call that Jesus has put on G uh, Peter's life. Understand from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Peter was being called. He was being discipled. He was being uh, 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 molded and shaped into a man that, that Jesus could now birth a church through him. And now Peter is now by, beside the, uh, the, this uh, ocean, this uh, sea, and he's went fishing feeling probably that all is lost because our Savior is gone and he's going to be going away. He's going to be ascended. But what has taken place is Jesus is now, uh, now he's called him, but now he is going to send him forth. So there's a difference in calling someone to me than sending someone out. And Jesus had been calling uh, Peter to him and been teaching him and grooming him and discipling him. And now he's beginning to send Peter out. And if you uh, uh, read in the first few chapters of Acts, you'll see where Peter begins to do that work. So I have a question to ask, which is going to end this segment. Which Peter are you? Are you the Simon Peter when Jesus called you to follow him? Remember, Simon accepted the name change to Peter, uh, which means rock, but did he understand the call? Or maybe you're the Peter that walked on water. Remember him? He was, had a lot of faith, but what happened? Uh, or are you the Peter that looked away from Jesus and began to sink? Or are you the Peter that recognized Jesus for who he really is. Remember that where he says you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Or maybe you're the Peter that said that you would die for Jesus only to deny him three times. Or are you the Peter that will hastily chop off someone's ear when they do something that they shouldn't have been doing? Or maybe it was God sent. Or are you the man of Peter that denied him not once, not twice, but three times? Or are you the Peter that Jesus is now calling you into the ministry, calling you to preach? In fact, to be honest with you, Jesus has called us all to be disciples, to disciple. He's called us all to go out into the highways, into the byways, and preach the gospel. Jesus is calling you right now. Maybe your highway and byway is where you work. Maybe your highway and byway is where you go to school. Uh, maybe your highway and byway is at Walmart your next time you go shopping. Uh, is there at any point in place that you can 
I, and I know every single person out there can at some point in their Christian walk identify with one of these Peters here. Which one do you identify with? And if I could encourage you to do anything, I would encourage you to stand up, continue to move forward, don't give up, continue to, uh, to uh, on this journey of following Jesus Christ because I promise you that Acts 2 is coming. Acts 2, where the Holy Spirit, where the promise uh, of the Holy Spirit came to him, I promise you that the Holy Spirit is right there to, uh, to teach you and guide you. I promise you that all of the promises in Scripture are yes and amen. Jesus Christ is coming back one day, and he's coming back. Uh, and going to receive all of his, uh, his believers to him. Uh, so I ask you, which Peter do you identify with? And if I can encourage you to continue to follow him. Continue to follow Jesus. I hope you received something out of this uh, message today, the call. And, uh, and, and, and do you love me? Uh, do, uh, do you hear Jesus calling you today? And do you love Jesus with all of your heart, mind, and soul? Scripture talks about that. I encourage you to listen and be honest with yourself. And, don't, and get past that point of, well, I like you, Lord. Move to the place that I worship you and that I love you. I hope you receive something. Let me pray with you real quick. Uh, Lord God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that maybe someone out there will be able to hear your words, hear the call on their life, Lord God, and be honest with themselves and admit that they really do love you, Lord God. And if they don't love you, Lord God, maybe their hearts will turn back to you, Lord God. Lord, I ask you, Lord God, to give them the spiritual ears that they may be able to hear your voice. I pray, Lord Jesus, that if they are accepting the call, that they continue on. I pray, Lord God, that they haven't accepted the call, that you keep asking and keep knocking. I pray, Lord God, because you are the light, you are the door, you are the good shepherd, you are the resurrection and the life, the truth, the, uh, the, truth, the way and the life, the vine. I pray in Jesus' name I pray, amen. We'll see you later. God bless you. I appreciate y'all watching uh, our show uh, this evening. If there's anything anything whatsoever that you have heard that has uh, spoken to your heart uh, and, uh, and you feel the need to either rededicate your life or uh, turn your life over to Jesus, uh, I encourage you uh, to, uh, to uh, reach out to us. Uh, we would be more than happy to speak with you uh, either on the phone or, or via email or however. You can reach out to us uh, and, uh, and it's easy, we can say a prayer for you. Uh, I, it's, 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 Jesus says uh, to Nicodemus uh, that you must be born again yes. uh, to enter into uh, the kingdom of heaven. Uh, so I encourage you uh, to turn your life over. Uh, if you need to rededicate, uh, that, that is also to turn your life back to. Repentance is simply turning from where the direction that you were going to a new direction. You're no longer a, uh, the old uh, person that you are, but you become a new person 
through the gift of salvation. So I encourage you to reach out to us at eaglewingsfaith.org. You can click on the tab, uh, contact us, uh, and you can put it through the website or you can email us straight, ewfmchurch uh, at gmail.com. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, God bless you and we will see you later.